0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: and a big thank you to Will for his accompaniment. Do we need to do a shout out? Have you got have you got a myspace or anything? Uh, no, I
2: don't really have any. <laughs> oh,
3: okay. All right, well, you just got to catch you. him live. You gotta You've him got to catch him live unboxing block. That's
1: all you need to know. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There you go. Thank you very much for the intro. Um well, welcome back everyone. It's been quite a while for unexplainable reasons really we haven't been doing this podcast we've all been it's not
4: that unexplainable you said you were busy every single night of the week I am
1: I am usually busy every night of the week (laughs) apart from Tuesdays and then no one ever can do Tuesdays well Well, it's Tuesday now it is Tuesday and here we are so ha
0: get ready (laughs) because
1: okay (laughs) (laughs) all right so this week what we have been deciding is we are each going to be discussing our favorite genre of music and debating as to why that genre of music is in fact the superior genre of music to all other genres of music out there and i'm gonna let the others introduce themselves and say what genre of music they've chosen
4: go ahead george Hello, I'm George, as you might have guessed, um, and my genre of the week, the, the greatest genre of all time, really, is obviously that of Psytrance, and I, I'm not going to go into it too much now, but that's that's what I'm going to be chatting about this week. What about you, Jamie?
0: I have been uh, chosen... Chosen? I thought it was your favourite.
4: Sorry, yeah, what are you on about?
0: It's your favourite? By the rap gods, <laughs> to represent <laughs> the fusion genre
2: of emo rap and I'll
4: be, uh, I'll be talking you through it in a little while. Like James and it's just us
2: apparently. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, and, uh, yeah, we'll go with, uh, Tom next. Um, my genre, my favorite genre, Tom Patek, by the way. <laughs> thank you. Um, is, is <laughs> which I, I definitely have many foolproof arguments that I will prove to you. This is the best genre. Especially of our of our time. Um over to you, Tim. Tim Nagel.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna be uh talking everybody through the, the it's not really a genre, it's more it's more of a movement, it's, it's more of a way of life, um, which is you know the the beast, the power of the the, the two things, the fusion of the reggae and the ton. Um, reggaeton. <laughs> it's also Gonna be a Hemi. Have we done Hemi?
0: No.
5: What are you doing, Hemi? <clears throat> Gabber. Nice. Gabber is life. <laughs> is
1: that was Gabba? pretty good. Actually, <laughs> that sounded really good through the mic. <laughs>
5: Thanks. My favorite genre. Some call me the Gabber Machine.
1: I can see why. Hmm. And last, but certainly not least, is myself, my favorite genre of all time, without a question of a doubt, is Crunk Core. (laughs) Um, So I guess, uh, does anyone want to start us off? Does anyone want to lead the pack and be the alpha male? Yes. Go on. Yes.
5: Oh, Gabba, Gabba, Gabba. I can give you three... Excellent reasons as to why Gabba is the best genre. Go on. Firstly, Gabba is the genre for friends. First developed in Rotterdam in the 90s. In the Netherlands, for none of you that uh cultured or seen a map before. And uh, in the Netherlands, in some Nord slang Whatever it's called in Amsterdam, GABA means friends. Oh, okay. So it's a real bringing together of people, GABA. Number two, you heard GABA. Fucking get a dance going to GABA. Those BPMs go right through you, and you will be sweating. So it's actually also good for the body.
1: So it's good for exercise as well, yeah. Mm, exactly, that's that's yeah. That's great, yeah. That's true.
5: And I would like to direct you to YouTube, which we can't do now, but just type Gabba Dance.
1: You can't actually say YouTube for uh, for marketing reasons yeah. on this yeah, podcast. Sorry.
5: Spotify video, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> then um, type Gabba Dance. I mean, the dance moves are endless.
1: I kind of want to look at this already, to be honest. And I'm yeah,
4: not holding back. Yeah. It is a good dance. It's a, it's a good argument. It's a good argument.
1: And we haven't had three yet.
5: If you won the third...
2: Are you struggling for it?
5: We hate Nazis. They tried to infiltrate us, and apparently they all wear Lonsdale down the raves. But if you listen to... Our chosen anthem Against Racism by DJ Chosen One. Or if you listen to Die Nazi Scum by Party Animals Feet Robert G. Or if you listen to Time to Take a Stand by the Limited Wanderers, who oh, you know that gathers against those Nazi scum.
4: Okay. I mean, I would say that's potentially the case for the majority of music genres.
5: No GABA.
1: No, was... to be fair, GABA only means friends in GABA.
5: It's in slang in Netherlands language.
1: Yeah, and it only means friends in that language. So get wrecked. Is that your friend?
4: <laughs> it's blown up. <laughs> yeah, like friends... if this if this was a Dutch podcast, that'd be a really good point, honey
5: but doesn't friends just mean friends just friends in any language oh.
0: <laughs>
5: that's our second dab of the podcast
1: <laughs> um right okay. so does anyone want to refute any of his um great points that he's made there
3: I don't think they will
1: I think I, I think, think you're off the
3: hook go on go on I mean, one of my biggest problems is it. It's quite an it's quite an exclusive genre because you're literally excluding anyone who might have epilepsy or heart problems because they're not going to make it it. through.
5: We got epilepsy-safe raves. Just put very strong sunglasses on them.
3: Yeah.
4: On the rave or on the people
5: on the rave oh, yeah. it's like a it's a black sheet that goes over the strobe <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone with epilepsy is fine the heart thing go out and listen to more gaba and get a healthy heart
4: yeah right. that's true
5: yeah. being about a boom Gabba ghoul
3: i can't disagree with that i think and when you go to to gaba do you you know do, does it warm up is there a warm-up act? or do you just sort of go from Zero BPM to
5: (laughs) 180. You go straight to 180. There is literally nothing.
1: That is kind of a funny thought to think there's no music and then someone clicks play and it's just suddenly...
5: (laughs) That's it for like 12 hours.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good argument. Sounds riveting. Anyone else want to go next?
4: Oh. Uh, I'm happy to. I'm happy to. God. So, as as you all know, I'm been a long time listener to side trance for many years, and um, there's just something about it. I think. I think if you like, the thing is, right? It's what side trance is doing is is taking two elements, right? It's taking the natural world, you know some of that rhythm we've got on ourselves, maybe some nature sounds, you know, maybe like something that's just like a genuine real world, something that we can connect to. And then you go and you stick a really big fat beat on it. Right. <laughs> and all of a sudden you've got side trance and it's just this combination of two elements because I can feel this like calming rhythm through my body. But then at the same time, I've got that 300 BPM, you know, just going at it, just going at it, you know, like, so, so it can keep me focused on what I'm doing. I actually read an interesting statistic that uh, 300 BPM is is not only the BPM of some side trance but it's also the BPM of the heart rate of the average listener.
3: 300 a minute.
4: Yeah, when you listen to sidetrans, because you're getting that connection to the earth, you know.
1: Wait, is 300 yes. BPM the average side trance? No, it's not. It's it's, it's it is the about pi- the maximum. It's bi- about the the maximum. Jesus
4: Christ! It's that sort of about as as trancey as the as you get in with your side trance. It, it will, I think it averages around 140.
0: That That's fast. very fast. That's it's we- also
4: been proven that side trance calms down the limbic brain, which actually brings down stress-related chemicals and hormones. So it's basically calming you down whilst you're listening to it from this calming relaxing element but it's also lifting you up you know and it's taking you into that into that movement and that groove and you can feel that all through your body and it's just this interesting combination of the two elements that's so beautiful about psytrance you know um some people uh, know it as Goa trance, and if anybody, I, I've personally never been to Goa, but there's a couple of people in this podcast that have, and I'm sure that they look back on their time in Goa, and I'm sure one of the first things that comes to mind is not beautiful beaches, it's not amazing women, it's side trance, you know. That's it wasn't what it was actually comes that down much to. side
1: There was there. There was a bit. Because you'd always fallen asleep
3: by that point, Joe.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you get, you know, you get some sweet you know beautiful beach you get some pumping tunes on you get that connection to the elements and you're just going to have a very very good evening if you listen to side trance and that's that's what i feel can you listen to side trance
5: without psychedelics
4: well yeah it's it's not it's not mandatory isn't that what it's psychedelic trance well, it is. That's what it is. Yes. But you can Psychedelia is more than just drugs, my friend. Yeah, man. So, Psy- you know, family. that's what I'm talking about. It being like a part of you, like psychedelia is all around us, Hemi, you know, and that's where it's taking those elements from. And then it's just putting that big fat beat on it. You know, it's making it into a party. You've taken the trees, you've taken the forest and you've made them a party all in one song. Preach it, my guy. Preach it to the moon and back.
5: Do you think they listen to it without? Do you listen to it without drugs
1: then?
4: Well, I listen to it every morning in my shower. So no. Do you, um, do you listen to it while you work? Uh, not while I work, no. But that's just mm. personal taste. Most, a, a lot of people do. It's very. I mean, side trance is for all hours of the day. He only listens mm. to regular trance when he works. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to stay focused. Get that Natural high, that lim- <laughs> limbic part of the brain. What was it? I mean, if without Psytrance, mm-hmm. where would we have these household names like uh Spongel and Infected <laughs> Mushroom? You know, like it, I without really Yeah, well, of course, so, of, course, man, of course. An Infected Mushroom, <laughs> another legendary Psytrance band. Fantastic. Makes some great beats. Um and yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I've really got to say on the matter. Just think. You know, it's, it's creating something very unique. It's a very unique party scene. And actually that would have been very important to people. And they'll look back perhaps over their travels or perhaps at these parties and nights that they've been to, and they'll remember it in fond memory, much as Tim may well do when he's listening to Spongle.
1: Very good. Very good. Um, allow me to steal the mic from you there, George. Um, I would like to segue into my chosen genre by asking all of you what you think makes a great genre. What makes greatness in a genre? Has anyone got any ideas?
2: Well, I think as George said, like the beaches, the women, um, that that was George's main argument for his genre. So
4: Mm. yeah, I think, I think a connection with nature is actually the most important thing I'm looking for.
1: That's a fine element, but that isn't a requisite. For a great genre, if you ask me. I don't think every great genre has to have beaches and women. Although I must admit, Tropical House does have both those things. So
0: another
4: top genre of music.
1: Yeah, exactly. You have a point, but that for me it isn't mandatory.
4: No, nah, it's not women. mandatory, it's just encouraged.
1: Well, is is there anything that is mandatory for a great genre of music?
4: I think Hemi will agree with me that anything under 150 BPM is not worth. Listening to, so I think it's it's got to be above that, right? I, as a as a Gabba fan, you'll understand me, Henry.
3: I completely understand. Yeah. Okay. Just, just big beats, I think. You know, really big beats.
4: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, what about what about a genre that defines an era? How about that? Does that sound like something that is a good element of a great genre? Uh, so, I something that should be something that should be that, that should be unique to each genre as well. Is that something that you should require? To, yeah, to I think
4: originality up? is and uniqueness is certainly a, a big great quality for a genre to have. Just
1: okay. Well, not not just uni- uniqueness though. Something that defines its generation. Something that you look back on and it represents the time as well. So you look at like I don't know. The 60s and psychedelia and how that relates to the hippie movement, and the 90s and techno and house and how that relates to the rave scene. Well, uh, and Gabba and Gabba, thank you very much. What about <laughs> the noughties, crunkcore, and the emo movement? Isn't that I'm the same thing? The and for me, <clears> there's <throat> nothing that represents that time more than crunkcore. If you're listening to crunkcore, you you feel like you're back there in 2006 to eight to nine, listening to such great artists as Broken Side, and Millionaires and um, oh fuck I closed Google page.
4: Blood right on the Dance Floor. <laughs> yeah,
1: wait, so
4: you you're saying it's your favourite genre and you don't even know these artists off the top of your no, head? No 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 no. This is a Google page. I was looking at the
1: uh, I was looking at every album of each of their discographies,
4: and you don't know that off by heart.
1: No, I don't know um I know obviously broken sides but not uh three oh eight three because obviously they stopped being crunk core later on so I wanted to reference that what year they stopped being crunk core because that's started <laughs> that's when I stopped listening to them um, <laughs> or or the great family force five the uh Christian crunk core, which I'm sure we all remember from back in the day
4: mm. now for, for anybody that doesn't know what it is, why don't you just quickly explain uh, I feel like of crunk
1: core? everyone knows what crunk core is. And if they don't, then they shouldn't be they they don't have a right to listen to this podcast if they, <laughs> I, I I strongly recommend you turn it off now, for you are not worthy of listening to this podcast if you don't know what crunk core is. However, I'll make an exception. Crunkcore was kind of like blending emo music at the time, and we're talking like, you know, the the worst, well, the best type of emo music. Um, the very scene sort of mid noughties Emo music with sort of the same gangster rap music that was happening. Like, imagine 50 Cent or like Flowrider was screaming on top of it. That's what Crunkcore was. And for me, it it really is just the epitome of that generation. It's everything, everyone with long... Black hair and a big fringe wanted, and they wanted to be. They all wanted to be in broken side, and it's all about again the partying and the girls and being crunk. Um, and I just think if you look back at any of these bands, it not, nothing screams mid nineties like crunkcore, and I think that's a huge factor you got to consider when talking about how great a genre is. Does it represent its time? Like you think of punk like the original punk scene it represents like that late 70s you know you think of like rockabilly music it's like the 50s um so for that reason i think crunk core should be considered up there with the finest of genres and also on top of this it did um capitalize on the ever-changing technology at the time like a lot of crunk core got big through myspace which again was another platform that was very of its time, something that is almost kind of lost to the realms of history now. But you talk about Crunk Core has now almost um, immortalized the idea of Myspace because the two will always go hand in hand, Myspace, Crunk Core, but none of us use Myspace anymore. Well, some of us might do, I don't know. But now those two things will never be forgotten and they'll always be together. And that was a certain time. That was a decade. Well, not even a decade. It happened for like five years. And that that was a thing that happened in the past that we will all never forget. And it has been immortalized by Crunk Core. It was a part of history. And it was a movement that's happened. There you go. That's my
4: argument. Uh, but would you, is that, are you also implying that, uh, yes. along with MySpace, that Crunk Core is uh, no longer popular and listened to? Um,
1: well, well... What is popular to listen to now, apart from that crappy pop music, eh? Apart from Cardi B, no real music's listened to anymore, are they? Somehow. No one listens to the Beatles anymore. No one listens to <laughs> Broken Side anymore, the Rolling Stones or 30H3. No one listens to Bob Dylan or Family Force 5. No one listens to Miles Davis or Hollywood Undead. No one <laughs> listens to Mozart <laughs> or I Set Girls. My Friends on Fire. <laughs> no one listens to js back you're falling in reverse
0: See <laughs> um i'm not scrolling,
1: so you're saying my hands are, you, are in are you... the air my hands are let it be known my hands are in the air there's no scrolling going
4: on here so it's are you saying the... that um so you're telling me much like these legendary artists and genres that aren't listened to anymore that's actually to its credit because it, it's
1: I guess so. I guess, I guess if, you could uh,
0: you could argue that it's just evolved into something better.
1: It was so endemic of its time that it, it couldn't go on. Y- y- when you have something that is so that that represents its time to such a degree, it will never stand the test of time because it will be it will become it will revolutionize the scene and take over and then people will want to move on to something new and that old thing then becomes lame by default and that only happens with great genres great cultures and great scenes and that's exactly what happened with Grant Court making it one of the great genres ever
0: so maybe one of those new genres that took over the mantle of the emo movement was uh, the infamous emo rap of course yeah of course
1: uh, I'm, I'm happy yeah I'm happy to play this one by side by side with you Jamie because perhaps your favorite genre in a way almost spoiled. All time,
0: but yeah, for sure. I mean, it all started as I'm sure it did with a lot of you guys with Lil Wayne. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was popping in my space, similar to you, Jesse, you know, catching all the latest uh, crunk trends, but then I just needed something better. So, you know, I started moving on to Lil Wayne, things a bit more hardcore. Uh, songs like Only uh, Once the Drugs Are Done, uh, I Feel Like Dying, I Feel Like Dying a classic emo song that's really brought uh, the emo rap movement into uh, what it is today and uh, the uh, emotions within emo rap are so endemic to the artists that write the songs that at least three very prolific emo rappers have taken their own lives have died of uh, drug overdoses and i know a lot of you guys were arguing that um, there's certain natural bias that you get from your uh, genres which uh, make them really good but it's all about with emo rap it's all about the artificial that you get from the drugs that you consume while you listen to this amazing dark ambient music and it really is the uh, sort of raw dark production that brings emo rap uh, into the forefront of uh, all genres of all time really especially uh, emo genres and as i said it's so So influential and artists that they've taken their own lives or died as a result of the lifestyle that they've had to take on to become these masters of the most incredible genre that's ever been known to man and uh i'll gladly discuss you know individuals that have passed or uh, certain trends within the genre if you like to hear them but i'm sure you already agree that emo rap is just uh evolution of uh, rap and emotional music hybridity
5: You're
0: gonna make me cry. I mean, it is emotional rap, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: but what does it? What does emo? What does emo rap mean to you, Jamie?
0: It means walking home on a cold, dark night on your own, and you've had a shit day at work, and you just wanna pop a couple of zannies and stick on some ambient tunes that you can trip out to on the tube. <laughs> well, what about you? What would it mean to you? I don't see any other real way to consume in the because you are consuming, of course, as it is a drug in itself. But as I said, it's not so much a natural. one.
4: I mean emo rap to me is really just what I would listen to in my downtime once, you know, once I've listened to a few side trance albums, then might maybe I'll put on some emo rap just to come
0: down, yeah.
4: Yeah, just to mellow me out and then and then get me prepared for a bit more side trance.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, get the BPM down a bit and there's a certain like lo-fi element to it as well. Um, of course, having its roots and things like SoundCloud, you know. As uh, very raw productions, which is probably why right, it's so that sort of and ambient tone.
1: Was um, it worth? Was it worth ruining crunkcore for that crap? Was <laughs> <worth> it?
0: <laughs> well, it's interesting because it's obviously ruined a few of the artists that have uh, produced the music. Loopy, uh, XXX, yeah, yeah, because you,
1: you took an innocent style of music and turned it into a drug, narco frenzy. You, you made it some sort of, you know.
0: This is this is my argument, and it's what you were saying, it's like the importance of the genre. It doesn't necessarily have to be sort of good or helpful to people, but it's just very prolific indeed.
1: Okay, okay. I'll take that. Sure. I still think you ruined Kronkor, but whatever. Mm. Kronkor just died on the same. No, I think oh,
5: Kronkor get- was corrupt already.
4: No! Go on, why? Why? once you yeah. get too crunk you get a hangover
1: yeah <laughs> hmm. i don't know man have you have you ever had a crunk over have you ever listened <laughs> to too much crunk and
0: not needed less crunk in your life it's green day crunkcore? Cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> they could have a no. crunkcore album but you know you never know um we, we got like three minutes left by the way, so why don't you quickly wrap up
2: uh Tom by telling us what you've got. Well, I wanna just clarify that we all agree that in this world, in this time, that the the real way of defining success or greatness is probably like you know, profit and return, right? So we all agree on that. No one's arguing. I mean it depends on real well yeah okay Jamie in a fucking cave then fine yeah I agree mostly rolling in bank um remember that I mean also similar to the crunk core those those things that are so great they just burn fast and they don't last forever you know dubstep to me as my favorite genre is is like that it was so it you know started in the early 2000s obviously as we all remembered south london you know, it's where Tim's from, to where Tim is now. And I'm sure Tim listens to Dubstep all the time at home with his friends. And it's all like time. big to the yeah. culture down there, right?
3: It gets me off to sleep at night.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's nothing, that that, that volatile bass that vibrates your fucking skull. Like nothing, like no, no other genre can touch what Dubstep can, Dubstep can literally shake you. And the fact that it's being used in videos and memes and gaming and like, it it, it's just flooded through culture even to the point where people hate it but you can't deny it that it gets a reaction out of anyone and everyone um and i don't need to say anymore
1: okay uh that's a good place to stop because we've got less than a minute left so Mm -hmm. let's all go away and
4: Mm -hmm. uh but tim hasn't even had his go yet yeah
1: yeah he'll 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 come back all right he'll come back (laughs) but let's just let this marinade and okay. make our own deliberations on what we have been fed so far and then we'll come back mm. and hear the elite the alpha male tim Nagel speak his truth sigma male sigma
0: male
3: well thanks everybody and it's with absolute pleasure that i can present to you the uh the genre which changed me you know there was one a period of my life when you know i felt uncertain about the world but you know i was blessed as to experience you know the uh, the power of love in in latin america um, and the power of music that you can get um from being a few cuba libres down in a nightclub am i right so i've got a few uh, i'm going to talk you through reggaeton I'm going to talk to you what it what it means to me uh and you know there's only one winner here uh, a few few reggaeton facts for you uh reggaeton originated in puerto rico um, and comes from the spanish word reggae <laughs> uh, and is influenced by dance hall um uh, genres of music, um, just for something which they, you know, they could they could bop to in the nightclubs, and you know, don't we all want to have a bit of a bop in a nightclub? Um, as it's you know, originates in Latin America, it's generally themed by some lyrics sun in, sung in Spanish, so it's, uh, it's better for people who are, know Spanish. However, reggaeton has come under some, you know, criticism for uh, some slightly sexually explicit content. Uh-oh. So maybe don't learn Spanish, otherwise you're going to, you know.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and But what reggaeton is to me is just, you know, so many things, but the main one is the, is the simplicity of it. You know, the simplicity of a, uh, it's just, and just, you know, you just feel that rhythm going round and round, man. That's, that's all you need. But the simplicity of, of, you know, the lyrics such as, um, you know, some lyrics such as, and if the people ask reggaeton, reggaeton, I'm not going to deny it. Reggaeton, reggaeton. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if women ask reggaeton reggaeton <laughs> yeah. well I'm going to give them reggaeton reggaeton DJ play it and speed it up everyone down and without fear that booty stick it <laughs> don't kill the vibe to this now and enjoy it season it mummy <laughs> <laughs>
4: What is mummy seasoning? It? Apparently. Is that the English translation? I mean there is some Google
3: translation here, so you know, um, don't don't hold me to the Spanish because you know I'm just uh...
5: Was that George on the dance floor asking the DJ to put the RPM up
1: BPM <laughs> on?
3: <laughs>
1: um is that does that conclude your argument? Uh, Tim?
3: I've got a, I've got one final one Go final on. point. Go on. The simplicity is just so fantastic, yourself, Yandra, that you know, it's potentially a DIY, DIY, do-it-yourself genre, that, you know, all you bug, budding reggaeton heads out there who want to be a music producer, you know, it is possible. You know, it's all you, all you need really is um, a, a crunk core enthusiast on the drums and, and a dodgy keyboard and some singing and I hope this works and you've got yourself a reggaeton song. (laughs) <laughs> was that us years ago no, i said it was a crunk core enthusiast on on uh on drums so maybe
1: hmm fuck i forgot about that uh, you can send me that after, and I'll put the actual audio in it if you want. But anyway, we'll save that till later. Um, <laughs> is that your final point? Yeah, I mean, slam
3: dunk,
4: isn't it? What was the name? Did you did that song have a name and your artist name?
3: Uh, what R- reggaeton by reggaeton?
4: Oh, that okay. Blues for Howard.
3: Oh, um, that, was, um, that song was called Ceviche by... Ceviche. Um,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Does that conclude your point?
0: Yeah. yeah. All
1: right. Come I, would li- I would like to counter what you said about the lyrics because I didn't think we were getting in that deep into it. However, <laughs> I feel like... I can I can bring you all around now by listening to one of my all-time favorites. Since I heard it back in 2006. This is Freaks by Broken Side. Let me read it out. Line by line. I walk into the club looking kind of sexy now in brackets this part was screamed of sexy now. I see the shorties <laughs> in the corner they start making out. Make it out. They pull their panties down. Down. They take their pants off. And then they start getting freaky on the dance floor. Shake it, mommy. Give it to me like you need some love. Need some love. We got some bottles in the caddy that we can open up. Let's get drunk tonight. Baby, we don't have to fuck. And bring your friend along. Maybe we can have some fun. And now here you go for the repetitive chorus. Let's get freaky now. Let's get fucking freaky now. Now. Let's get freaky now. Let's get fucking freaky now. And so on for about another four times. I think that's got everything you have in your reggaeton plus more. Lyrics that evoke a simpler time. Does that not make you feel young again? And if it doesn't, then shame on you.
2: Can I bring up something that you, you you know, you bring up lyrics there and Tim talking about how, you know, his genre being mostly Spanish is helpful. Mm -hmm. I'd argue that lyrics are, 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 you know, get in the way of what, of what it should be about with these things, you know. That's exactly
4: what I was thinking, Tom. <laughs> you know, it's just
2: like <clears throat> it's, it's lyrics are just awful. purely a distraction from the fact that the
4: music can't hold its own.
2: Yeah, exactly. It, it it relies on on poets and writers rather than the music, which is a completely different thing. And obviously worse. Yeah, there's no arguing that writing and poetry is worse than music. We all know that.
1: So, so uh so you think lyrics have no place in music no place in the best genre of music no place in the best genre of mu- wow that is mm, that is strong, a pretty strong yeah. argument it's Maybe so strong line. that i don't even know how i'm gonna defend myself against it lyrics i uh, see i think unless your music wants to appeal to the likes of a windows 95 robot like jamie's music for instance um I feel like you ha- it has to have some sort of connection to the listener and lyricism is one easy way to do that. Like can you you can't r- relate to beats going at 300 bpm or whatever that stupid number was. However, I can I for one can relate to I walk into the club looking kind of sexy now. I see these shorties in the corner they start making out. <laughs>
4: That's my yeah, point. You can, that, that's a, that is strong. and I, I, I agree with that. I, I agree that you you can relate to that be, because you speak English. But a lot of people in this world oh. don't speak English, Jesse. A lot of people in this world don't speak English, and then you know you're alienating a lot of the worldwide audience with that because they're not going to be able to relate to it. They've just got someone spilling some garbage over the top of over the top of their thumpin' beats, you know
1: oh so what we, we have this is now some sort of like globalist music structure is it well
4: music it's, globalizing, it's globalizing music to, to be to be the best music genre in the world it's good that everybody could get the same amount of enjoyment from it now it's consistent across the board
0: mm-hmm. english is probably
4: the best language for that.
1: yeah exactly and i would say I'm well, no s-
4: language i would say is better
1: so so <laughs> is, is this turning into like like you're, you're basically saying your movements are like globalist movements. You're, you're for globalism. You want to unite the world together.
4: They're inclusive. It, it, within Psytrance. Yeah. Hmm. With Psytrance. Yeah. That like using Psytrance, we will unite the world and make what are, it what are the names a more of, groovy place. What are the names of some of your favorite Psytrance songs? Uh, well, actually, this was something I was going to talk about, is that you don't even need to be listening to Psytrance songs. You don't need to know the names of the artists. You can just go smack on a quick 10-hour playlist on YouTube and you're good to go.
0: <laughs> That's a good point. I'll give you
1: that. So, so you think trance transcends the need for sort of like a language based lyricism yeah music. it transcends it doesn't it, need it, it means it the same thing we all know what it means when we listen to it even if we're from different cultures everyone comes together and instantly gets it is that what you're saying yeah well maybe you, i can um... i can argue that the exclusiveness of Crunkcore is what makes it so great if you manage to get into such a refined club to appreciate it's like you know it's like the fine wine of music it's like really for the gentlemen of our time who want to sit down and you know they've got theirself a knife a nice pair of speakers and a fireplace and they sit down together and listen to some Crunkcore through their nice stereo sound what about that?
0: Yeah, that's an interesting to, uh, point.
1: Your silence you, speaks words. You to, <laughs> I you don't need to, to
0: recommend one artist from your genre, so what it Oh, great question.
1: Um, I'll start. I think it's basic. It's basic, but it's it's gotta be broken side, you know. They just, you know, they pioneered
3: the movement. For me, it's um it's it's Justin Bieber. Oh, who quite famously brought reggaeton to the masses through the uh, the, uh, the the very well-known song Despacito? Oh, my
1: well,
5: my that.
3: but that's not
1: Justin Bieber. That's Daddy he Yankee. It.
5: Yeah, wasn't that from a South American chap?
3: That was Daddy Yankee. <laughs> um, I'm sure he. Did. I'm sure Justin Bieber did it. Did it. Did a collab. Oh really?
1: Um,
4: okay. Take it from the expert yeah Hang on. Uh, i would say probably the most well, my my personal favorite side trance artist is uh 1200 micrograms <laughs> they're just they just really <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> they just really like hit the nail on the head of like what they they did exactly what they came to do
5: well You've got to respect the OGs, the Rotterdam Terror Corps. But to be honest, it's got to be Anger Fist. Anger Fist just really knows how to mix those distorted kick drums to really wobble your brain. Anger Fist. He really knows how to shake things up. That's why they call him Anger Fist, because you'll be there on the dance floor.
2: <laughs>
1: anger of fists anger of fists what, what about um, you Jamie?
2: Okay on Tom. Oh yeah, I was going to say the kind of like to him the the like the basic answer to go for with dubstep would obviously be Skrillex but we all know that like it's the it's the guys down in South London back in the back in like the late 90s that they're really the ones that that discovered it and and deserve the credit um that, that's but but I think Skrillex did, did <laughs> mainly bring it to everyone. Am <laughs> I right? Am I right? Am you I
4: know, right? <laughs> and what about emo rap, Jamie? Um, I went. Uh,
0: I would say Lil Wayne, just to like get some context before you start listening to the proper heavy stuff. But uh, I'll probably say some of that bones is probably a good intro point.
1: Okay. Um. Are we go- are we going to take a vote on who made the best argument for their genre or I think should we should we I, th- I, think,
4: I think I was still open to interpretation but I think we should uh, vote to see who we think. Jon yeah, George the debate. Uh I think probably Tim made the most compelling point, point to me and I vote for reggaeton.
5: Tim did come with the most material. He came with He
4: made most- his own fucking reggaeton song. He and proved his point. To- um, and I'm, I'm
0: sorry,
1: I, I, I think that was uh, a, a group effort, actually, that one, uh, and I think he needs to credit don't all the artists. T- don't start
5: taking credit
1: for this. Well, I don't know, man, if I mean, if we're talking about making, writing each other's songs, you know, I think, um, I don't know, <laughs> if there was anyone else on that track, um, you know, it's fine if it I was see. just you, Tim, but if there was anyone else on that track, I think you should credit them, and I think they should I, I, get I their vote was... by
3: default. I said there was a fellow Crunkcore enthusiast. And i for the rest of my life, Jesse, I will never meet anybody who likes Crunkcore. So there you go. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> because well, I, I don't best. know about that. You you'd be surprised because it's a great genre. So I think you should take that, redact that. Redact that comment.
5: Can you bleep it?
1: Yeah. Well, thanks for the they were great. <laughs> I will bleep it. Um <laughs> go on then, Tom.
2: Who am votes for? Yeah. Um I, I do agree that Tim came with the most solid argument, but I I can't deny that it does it does rile me up a bit. Um and, and I think Gabba's more relatable for me personally. Uh go on, Jamie. Uh, I probably
0: have to go with uh Sushans, to be honest, uh, <laughs> uh, it's a very compelling argument. Uh, my heartbeat, oh, my heartbeat was rising just hearing you talk about it. So uh, I'm going to look into that. Uh, 1200 milligrams. Yeah, I'm going to search that. Uh, micrograms. Uh, micrograms. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll probably listen to that while I'm sleeping tonight so to. It. And so
1: yourself, Hemo. I said reggaeton. Oh, you, you've voted. What about you, Tim?
3: Uh, for me, Jamie's argument brought genuinely a tear to my eye. Um, and, you know, the, the extremely heartfelt, you know, I think I want to go down, I'm going to go down to the nearest Woolworths and buy the rap metal CD tomorrow and I can't wait. Rap metal?
1: Yeah, rap metal.
3: Raw. Rap, rap, rap metal, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. That's something... Oh. Cool. All right. It sounds like you got the win there, Tim.
4: Right. So, no, you didn't, you didn't vote.
1: okay. I didn't vote. Well, I came, I came into this conversation, believing, believing that Crunkcore was the greatest genre of all of the genres. And I left this conversation believing that <laughs> Crunkcore was the greatest genre of all the genres. So for that reason, I will vote for myself. <laughs> I, I believe, I, I believe you. my vote is worth a million other votes. As I am a crunkcore fan, and for that for that reason, I think I win. But due to this stupid thing we have called a democracy, I guess it's Tim. Um, so well done, Tim! You've earned
3: yourself the prize of I I'd, I'd dedicate it to Daddy Yankee. <laughs> Fair enough. They're known to me as Daddy, actually.
4: <laughs> You're on the first name basis. <laughs>
3: Um, no, he's actually my dad. No, yeah, I've, I've not been saying something. I've been
1: missing something out here. Right. I think that will conclude us for this week.
4: Uh, but wait, hang. On. Are we going to do an album? Yes, let's do it. Uh, who's who's I, going I think, it? It's, I think it's your turn, then.
1: Has anyone not done one? No, I don't think. Yeah, I think it must be my turn. Um. Oh shit! I'm thought of one. Uh, what have I been listening to lately? what's one of my favorite albums. Right. Who? Has everyone listened to The Mollusk by Ween? Not for a long, long time. All right. Great. Perfect. That's what we'll do. That's one of my favourites of all time, so we'll go with that. The Mollusk by Ween. Be here next week, and we will be discussing it live on Twitch in a hot tub, on a hot tub Twitch stream, as the ladies do, and the men. And we will all have pink hair. And yes. Yes, that's it, Tom. If only the viewers could see. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll leave it there today. Uh, I think we had a good conversation. I think, I'm, I'm very happy that I managed to convince you all that crunk core is a superior genre. And I'm sure the audience also feels the same as me and all of us, that there is one superior genre out there and it's crunk core, And it is now immortalized forever because of this podcast. So thank you very much for joining us. And we'll be back next week with a new topic of conversation. Who knows what it will be. It will be between now and Saturday. We'll decide it Saturday, Saturday latest, unless anyone has any other ideas right now, any ideas?
4: I liked your idea
1: about the covers. Okay. Yeah. We'll do that then. We are going to be talking about. What was the idea again? Oh, whether I think it was just
4: discussing covers.
1: Discussing covers. We're gonna have a episode on covers and cover bands and cover artists and whatever. Cool. Well, ladies, gentlemen, and
0: all the in-between genders. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Totally. Bye.